Hi there, I'm Kelly Martin, and this is a special bite-sized episode of Making It Work, the podcast where inspirational entrepreneurs share their unique experience, advice, and insights brought to you by FedEx. This isn't a new episode. Instead, it's some of the best bits from season one, episode seven. Small businesses depend on dedicated, reliable employees. Finding them is one thing, the holding on to them is another. So just how do you keep them engaged and on board? Asking the questions is Tom Scallon. If you could design the perfect work environment, what would it look like? Maybe it would include a creche or a complimentary gourmet lunch. Maybe just a daily fruit basket and decent coffee. Some would love nothing more than to drop into the office barbershop for a quick trim before that two o'clock meeting or take advantage of their free weekly massage. I didn't make these perks up. They're all extras that one company or another actually provides. But what about when you're not a Silicon Valley tech giant, but a startup? Let's ask Diana and Jean. They're co-founders of The Groomsman Suit, a Chicago-based company that makes affordable suits and tuxedos for weddings. We can't compete necessarily with the amenities, but where we crush them is the the ability to for our employees to see the impact that they make every day mm-hmm in our trajectory. Everybody's so impactful. Yeah. And you don't get that in a bigger company. You know, you're working on a much smaller facet of a large corporation and and whether the project you're working on or not comes to life, like you really have no control over that. And so that's what is incredibly rewarding and where, you know, that beats any sort of pizza lunch. Diana and Jean aren't the only ones to put so much emphasis on professional development. Take Liz. She's founder of Boston-based business Art Lifting, a company that supplies artwork that was created by artists who are homeless or living with disabilities. Um, Our team, since we're a social enterprise, our team is all extremely motivated by what we're doing. Um, So our artists have earned over a million dollars. Many have gone from homelessness to housing. So they're, they're not expecting to work at a company that will give them, you know, free lunch or um, unlimited vacation, for example. Obviously, when you're bootstrapping, you don't have the financial resources to invest in employees, um, but you can invest in them through professional development and um, giving much more responsibility than they would get at a similar position. So that's been a reason for employees to come to art lifting, even though, you know, especially at the beginning, we couldn't compete in terms of salary with huge corporations. Before Tom's next question, here's an offer exclusive to Making It Work listeners. Open a free FedEx business account today and you can get up to 40% off shipping services, including residential and delivery surcharges. Just visit fedex.com slash making it work offer or click the link in the episode description and start saving on shipping with FedEx. Now back to the show. Let's bring David in. He's owned multiple companies, but his latest venture is Shark Wheel, a California-based outfit that makes wheels designed for rough terrain. He says that back in the day, it was difficult for smaller companies to offer their employees financial incentives. But recent changes in the law mean he can hand out equity in his business with very limited risk. One of the greatest things that has happened in our world is the existence of what's called crowdfunding by selling shares. The rules in the United States, I believe, changed recently, which allowed this to happen. And 
we never had a mechanism for doing it. These equity crowdfunding sites, they charge, let's say, 6%. Well, somebody buying 250 shares in your company at $250, they're paying 6%. It's like $15 for the shares to get issued to them. It is a very inexpensive way to issue and and uh, control those shares. This allows you to go out there and just go to the general public and say, hey, here's my you know wonderful idea. What do you think of it? And will you give me the money to do it? And that's what we did. We opened it up so that everybody could have shares in the company because if you haven't got skin in the game, you're not going to care about it as much, okay? This enterprising spirit is also encouraged by Dana. She owns Philly-based company Anna Ono, which makes lingerie for women who've undergone mastectomies. She's also the one we'll finish up with. Dana, like David, provides equity to her employees, but tells me that it's her fostering of the entrepreneurial drive within her workers that will pay them dividends in the long run. I love that tech companies can have ping pong tables and kegs and free lunches and barbecues and picnics and all of these awesome things. But not every startup can really afford to do all of that. Some people want to just show up to work and work from nine to five. Chances are that person is not a good fit for your startup because startups are 25-8 and there isn't a shut off dial. You know, you want people that are that passionate and it's just a different personality. It's a personality trait. It's not good or bad if you have it or you don't, but those are the people that thrive in startups, not in corporate America. Like everybody is there for a purpose and they have to believe that they are. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe. We read every rating and review and we'd love to hear yours. And to find out more about the remarkable entrepreneurs featured in this podcast, or if you want to listen to the entire episode, head to fedex.com slash making it work. See y'all in the next one.